Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you leave me, Deed Archie? The man you're speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Tonight, Dame May Whitty. A sweater girl. Uh, well, yeah, except that this one don't wear them. She knits them. <laughs> well, Duffy, this dame is different. The uh, reason they call this dame a dame is because she's a dame. Yeah, it's a title they give to old English actresses. What do they call old English actors? Uh, they call them, uh, uh C. Aubrey's. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Duffy? You sound sore. Oh, you heard about the fight here last night. Well, Duffy, it wasn't my fault. Well, you see, at 12 o'clock, I went over and told Callahan to go home on account of the curfew, see? So, Callahan looks up at me, and he tells me to... Well, he makes a suggestion. <laughs> so I politely tell him that if he don't leave the premises, I will have him ejaculated. So he says, uh, oh, yeah? So I says, oh, yeah. So he says, oh, yeah? So I says, oh, yeah. So he says, you and who else? So I says, me and nobody else. No, Callahan don't scare me just because he's a Civil War veteran. <laughs> so anyways, he picks up his cane, swings at me, misses me, and hits Moriarty on his skull. Well, Moriarty, thinking it was his wife who hits him, picks up a table and he belts her with it. <laughs> so, uh, she decides to get sore. So she picks Moriarty up and flings him through the window. Well, while he's gone, somebody drinks his drink. <laughs> and that's how the fight started. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, then the rest of the crowd join in at a fracas and a couple of guys got fracas seat. So we're still checking the damage. I'll call you back, Duffy. So So come on in and meet Finnegan, Eddie the waiter, Miss Duffy, Sir Heathcliff Batterswick, Clancy the cop, our singer Bob Graham, Reed Pete Reeves and his orchestra, our special guest tonight, Dame May Whitty, and Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Busy end to that phone, would you? Yeah. Hey, hello, Duffy's Tavern. Eddie, the referee speaking. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Callahan. Yeah, that was quite a fight last night. Did we find you what? Up or the lower? Well, where, where'd you last have him? In Mr. Moriarty's lane. <laughs> Well, maybe they'll turn up. See, we were still sifting sawdust. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. They certainly made a mess out of this place. Hey, Mr. Archie, you remember a customer here last night with thick brown, wavy hair? Why, Eddie? Well, here's his hair. He dropped it under the table. <laughs> Let me look at it. Hey, Eddie, that's Moriarty's toupee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can tell by that streak of gray. You know, uh, Moriarty worries a lot. Gee, Eddie, why do we have to have these fights, huh? Well, 
you got to figure that people that'll eat in a place like this is just naturally reckless. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, but Eddie, you know, I'm afraid this battle's going to have some grim repercussions. Repercussions, sir. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you see, the bank that rents this building... Oh, hello, Art. Hello, you? The bank that rents this building must have heard about the fight. They're sending a man down tonight, and I'm afraid they ain't gonna renew our lease. That's so odd, Art. You'll use the old one for another year. There's a war on. Penny, and this is no time for jokes. This is serious thing. It might mean a Duffy's Tavern will be closed up. Closed Duffy's Tavern? Yep. But Art, they, they might as well take the lights out of Broadway, see? They might as well take the elephants out of the circus. Take the overalls out of Mrs. Mikey's chowder. Finnegan, don't get a host. The two sticks out of Lefty's pool room. Finnegan. The tree out of Brooklyn. The gravel out of Gertie. The, the, uh, the Finnegan. Finnegan, please, please. Uh, conquer, conquer yourself. Yeah, please. but Arch, if that bank only knew this place. Yeah, that's it. That's the trouble. The bank sitting there in its ivory tower, Duffy's is just a crummy hole in the wall full of broken down, battered barflies. Oh, they do know the place. <laughs> but, Art, ain't you gonna feel sad leaving this place? Sad? Yeah. No, Finnegan, because you only feel sad in your heart. My heart will never leave this place. It's like me home. Mine too, Art. This is where I took my first girlfriend on my first date. What, huh? Yeah, it was summertime and I couldn't afford to take her to the beach, so we came here and wrote love letters in this order. Yeah. Finnegan, <laughs> you know, there's an old verboten that says, uh, feet prints on the sands of time waits for no one. <clears throat> So, that's the way you gotta take these things. You gotta be philosophical about it. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right, Arch. Good evening. Is the manager here? Uh, yeah, what can I do for you? I'm from the bank. The bank? Oh. My name is Phineas T. Stone. Uh, let me talk to this guy, Arch. Now, look, Phineas. you. If you close this tavern, I'll see to it that your bank loses all of my business. It's just as easy for me to fill my fountain pen at the post office, you know. <laughs> Quiet, Finnegan. Oh, look, gentlemen, let's not have any a lot of nonsense. I'm, I'm a businessman. As I am likewise, sir. So leave us be businesslike. Uh, now, uh, tell me, what is the present uh, status of our leases quo for the fiscal escrow? <laughs> and uh, as I have construed from your letter, your bank is trying to get us to disvacuate, uh, unfranchise, and otherwise dispremisate the said premises. Uh, <laughs> is that correct? Perhaps you should do business with our foreign department. <laughs> Look, Stone, old man, drop the pose. We understand each other. I merely say that when a bank drops a sound investment, which is netting them a goodly principal on their interest, uh, things are getting rather accrued up. <laughs> Look, friend, all I know is that we just don't want to renew your lease. Why not? Because this place is an eyesore. You're always having riots, fights, the place is patronized by nothing but hoodlums and rowdies. It's an absolute disgrace to the neighborhood. Come, come, Stone, get to the point. <laughs> now, look, Mr. Stone, please have a heart. Duffy's is an institution. So what? You can move someplace else? Then what would our customers do? The regulars, them fine, loyal people that have supported us for years. Well, they'll find your new place. 
Not in their condition. <laughs> Please, think it over, huh? Well, I'm a human being. I don't like to be arbitrary, Well, but... Archie. Oh, uh, hello, Officer Clancy. So you had another Donnybrook here last night, did you? An altercation, you mean? Uh, perish forbid, Officer Clancy. The boys was just playing a few friendly power games. What game? Uh, puss in the corner. Uh... I seen some of them pusses this morning. <laughs> Now, Archie, I'm warning you. I want no more fights on me beat. I'm not getting any younger. When I'm away from home, I want a little peace and quiet. <laughs> That's enough for me. That settles it. Now, please, Mr. Stone, give us one more chance. And I guarantee if anybody starts another fight around here, I'll bust them right in the nose. You, you can't close this place. Well, officer, my bank owns this building, and here's the dispossessed notice. You hold it. If there's the slightest disturbance from now on, just close the place. That'll be a pleasure. Now, you heard the man, Archie. If there's any more trouble, I'm going to dispossess you for the bank, arrest you for the police, and belch you for myself. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll be running along, too. Good evening. Bye, Mr. Stone, and thanks for the reprisal. Well, Eddie, it looks like we're safe. That is, until the next fight. Yeah, that gives us just enough time to pack our things. All day tomorrow I'll be whispering your name And the day after forever I know I'll do the same May time or winter I won't let you out of sight And the day after forever We'll talk about tonight Your laughter is a melody That I'll remember long It plays upon my heart's it's my favorite song All through a lifetime I'll be loving you And then on the day After forever I'll just begin again all through lifetime, I'll be loving you, and then on the day after forever, I'll just begin again. Hello, Duffy. Uh, look, I didn't want to tell you before, but if we have another fight here, the bank is going to throw... Now, wait a minute, Duffy. Don't fly into a transom. Listen to me before you hear me out. Well, I got an idea. Well, how about hiring Dame May Woody to sort of be a front name around here? 
A dignified hostess like her will keep peace around here, you know, give us more of a tea room atmosphere. Tea room. That's where the palms is potted instead of the customers. <laughs> I'll call you back. Archie, if you're looking for a hostess, what's wrong with me? Well, Miss Duffy, we want somebody that's a little more refined. You mean to tell me that I ain't refined? You heard me. You ain't refined. I ain't refined. Why, I, I ought to bust you over the head with a plate. All right, so you'll be fine. <laughs> Not only that, but there's something about me that when there's other people around me, they act refined, too. What do you mean? Well, many of the time, some uncouth fellow will follow me on the street and whistle at me. But the minute I turn around, they look at me and say, Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Miss Duffy, will you leave me alone all the time? You talk, 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 talk. Archie, I'm an American citizen, and Patrick Henry fought to give me freedom of speech. All right, go talk to Patrick Henry then. Golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening. As the man said when he walked into the morgue, hello, everybody. <laughs> the corn is as high as an elephant. Daddy, please, cut the levitidity. Sir, he's got jokes are nothing to be laughed at. <laughs> Thank you, Archie. Well, Maestro, my music, if you please. Hey, wait a minute, sir. Sir Heathcliff, uh, maybe you better not go into your act tonight, you know. We had a little trouble last night. Oh, no. I've got a lot of new jokes. We'll have this crowd in stitches. Just what we don't want. They're still sewing them up from last night. <laughs> Heathcliff, tell me, why don't you give up this joke bracket? What, I? Give up my art? Forsake the theater? Why, Archie, I was born in a trunk. Yeah, but you don't want to go out that way, do you? <laughs> Archie, announce me, please. It says here. <laughs> well, okay, I'll announce you, Banniswick. And it probably will. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sir Heathcliff Banniswick will now tell jokes. If we can get them started. And uh, <laughs> any lack of aggressiveness on your part will be deeply appreciated. We thank you. Music, please. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to see you again. And, speaking of marriage, <clears throat> there's many a man who lives by the sweat of his brow. <laughs> and, by the way, I, uh... Hold it, Heathcliff. Moriarty, put down that bung starter. Proceed ahead, Heathcliff. The other day, my brother-in-law happened to say to me, Heathcliff, where were you born? And I said, England. And he said, what part? And I said, all of me. <laughs> Kelly, put down that salsa bottle. Archie, your handkerchief, if you please. <laughs> uh, speaking of rainy weather, I was in California last week, and a fellow said to me, stranger, what's worse than raining cats and dogs? And I said, what? And he said, hailing taxi cats. <laughs> 
Bigfoot. Take to the hills. Now quiet, everybody. Quiet. Quiet hey, here. Archie, Archie, what's oh, going Bob, on Graham, here? Oh, Bob, Bob, are you a lifesaver? Get up there and sing a song quick. Don't you think you should at least talk to me? Yeah. Oh, oh hello. I'm working up great. Particular... That's great. Glad to hear it, kid. Now get up there and sing before the fight starts. Boy, that was an hour escape. You got to accentuate the positive, even money the negative, and latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In between. You've got to spread joy up to the maximum, bring blue down to the minimum, and have faith or pandemonium, lovers and walk upon the scene. To illustrate my last remark, Jonah in the well, nowhere in the ark. What did they do just when everything looked so dark? Man, this everyday accent, you made the positive, even money the negative. Lap on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. in the to illustrate my last remark, Jonah in the well, no they are. What did they do just when everything looked so dark? Man, they said we better accentuate the positive, even money the negative, and laugh on onto the affirmative. Don't mess the mister in between. Oh, that was great, Bob. That music of yours sure charmed them, Savage Beat. Pardon me, waiter. Is that young man Frank Sinatra? <laughs> you, mean, you, you mean the one that was just singing? No. I mean the skinny one with the apron. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Mr. Archie. See, he's been putting on weight lately. <laughs> hey, Mr. Archie, look who's got damn May with it. Yeah. Well, Dame May, welcome to Duffy's Tavern. Here, Mother, uh, sit down on a seat. Uh, <laughs> will, uh, will you have a drink? Thank you. I will. Eddie, uh, three fingers of hot milk. <laughs> Here, Mother, sit down and rest yourself. Young man, will you stop treating me as though I were Betsy Ross? Well, you ain't Betsy Grable. <laughs> now, wait, my friend. Miss Grable may be a very attractive girl, but I've got everything she's got. It's just that I've had it longer. <laughs> Bet you used to be quite a dish at that. Uh, say, Dame, uh, tell me, how long have you been acting? Oh, I, uh, I've been in the theater some 60 years. 60 years? Boy, that's almost a half a decade. <laughs> Spent most of your whole life in the theater, huh? Well, that's not really so strange. After all, as Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances... And one man in his time plays many parts. 
What'd you say to him? Archie, Shakespeare died in the 17th century. Oh. Well, we've all got to go sometime. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello? <clears throat> Hello, Duffy. Yeah, she's here. No, I ain't offered a job yet, but she'll be perfect. You know, refined, dignified, got that real mid-Victorian manner. Well, what do you think we could pay her? What? Now, look, Duffy, she can make more than that from Social Security. <laughs> well, uh, leave me talk to her and I'll see. Uh, say, Dame, uh, I got a proposition for you, see? Now, here's the dope. Uh, thank you, Arch. It's about time you're supposed to. Oh, uh, Finnegan, uh, this is Dame May Whitty. How do you do? Uh, how do you do, Miss Whitty? Miss Finnegan, I told you, she's a dame. Well, of course, Arch. If she wasn't, I would have said Mr. Whitty. <laughs> Mr. Finnegan. Uh, if anyone ever offers you a penny for your thoughts, grab it. <laughs> now, what's the proposition, Archie? Well, Dame, we have decided that what this joint needs is sort of a high-class hostess And, uh, frankly, we prefer a woman So? <laughs> so, to be blank, how would you like the job? Work here? Now look, my angular friend <laughs> I happen to be an American why not work here? It's a nice, pleasant atmosphere. You get three square meals a day, and we'll give you the run of the place. You're the boss. The boss? Yep, you can kick us around all you want. Hmm, the job is beginning to sound very intriguing. Hmm. Very well, I'll take it. And we might as well begin right now. Now, number one. I want clean tablecloths put on those tables. <laughs> Archie? Okay, ma'am, it shall be did. Good. And after that, I want the place to have a thorough cleaning. I want you and Eddie to grab a pail and a couple of mops. Okay. And be sure to take those cobwebs off the ceiling. Now, look, who goes near the ceiling? Archie. Okay, come on, Eddie. <clears throat> Eddie, I think we have created for ourselves a female Frankenfurter. Hey, you, young lady. Yes? I'm Dame Mavity. You're and I... telling me you're Dame Mavity. Why, I'm in the movies for years and years and years because I've always considered you a great honor to my sex. What sex is that? <laughs> the girl sex, of course. Now, look here, young lady. I'm in charge here, and if you're going to work here, you'll please stop chewing gum. Funny, you're just like my mother. She always says to me, Miss Duffy, stop chewing. You're not a cow. Well, all I can say is stop chewing. The chef is threatening to quit. He said that Dame May would have been embarrassing him something terrible. Embarrassing? Yeah, for instance, she come up to him quick and she say, which is the soup and which is the dishwater? And he stopped. <laughs> oh. That Dame, I think we'd be better off if the bank dispossessed us. 
Attention, everyone. If we are going to improve the tone of this place, we are going to hold classes right here and now for all the employees. You mean going back to school? Precisely. You want me to go back to school? A man who has had three years of pre-med and four years of post-grad? <laughs> Come on, Arch, let's do it. I always wanted to go to a dame school. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Start the curriculum. Well, now, I've noticed that the spelling on your menu is atrocious. Well, thank you. We try to be careful. <laughs> well, I think we better be a little more careful. Now, how do you spell filet mignon? Uh, F-I-L-L-Y. Archie, that's a horse. These days you take what you can get. <laughs> now, uh, the next question, please. Well, how do you spell appetizer? Uh, let me hit that one, Ed. Okay, go ahead. Appetizer. A-P-P-E-T-I-G-E-R. Correct. How did you know? It took a wild guess. <laughs> that was really very good, Mr. Finnegan. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Teacher's pet. <laughs> what was that? I said teacher's pet. They don't when they're my age. Well, I can see you're going to need plenty of work on spelling, but let's get on to the next subject. Relations with the customer. Restaurant etiquette. Oh, I'm very good at etiquette. Doctor, your etiquette's all right with civilians. But if a sailor shows up, Emily gets left at the post. <laughs> you're good at etiquette. Now, that'll do, Archie. Now, Miss Duffy, when you're making change for a customer, what do you say to him? very much, sir. Why don't you call us in sometime? <laughs> Miss Duffy, we are making change, not the customer. <laughs> now, Eddie, when a customer gives you a tip, what is your response? Well, I smile and I bow and I say, uh, new here, ain't you, mister? Now, this I'm ashamed of. I have told you at least a dozen times that when a customer gives you a tip, you bow and you say, uh, noblesse oblige, garçon. Uh, next question, please. <laughs> well, uh, who greets the customers here? Uh, who greets the customers? Well, uh, I usually act as mine host, uh, and, uh, I am loath to say that I have handled some pretty important celebrities. Take, for uh, instance, the night Deems Taylor come in. Well, how did you greet him? Would I greet him? I said, well, good evening, Mr. Taylor. Would you like a small pizzicato of beer? Well, don't you think it would be more appropriate if you told him that you admired his commentary on Beethoven's fifth? Uh, fifth what? His fifth wife, you jerk. <laughs> You're thinking of Henry VIII. That's a symphony. Uh, what was we talking about? Well, that's what I was trying to find out. Hey, Arthur, I just made up a poem. What is it? Rickety rocks, rickety rocks. Teacher is a battle act. <laughs> Finnegan? Yeah. I heard that. Oh. Step forward. Archie, hand me that broomstick. Oh. Hold still, Finnegan. Oh! Oh! Hey, watch out with that broomstick. Oh. Hey, Kelly. Oh. Kelly, you stay out of there. Oh. Now, wait a minute. Put down that chair. Holy crap, she started another gunny bus. Let's go of the lake. Well, I don't know. Let's cut out the 
Now I've got to dispossess notice right well, here. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I told you there was one trouble might get a start in all of these fights. Who? That dame over there. That sweet little old lady. Sweet little old lady. That's the famous English gun mouth, baby face witty. <laughs> Officer, do your duty. Come on along, you. Leave go of the arm. Well, where's that at? I This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.